Dave Shore, who's the president and CEO of ALS United North Carolina. Good morning to you, Dave. Hey, Tony. Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. And uh, Dave is... uh, Shall we say a reformed sportscaster? <laughs> yeah. Many, many years, ESPN, and here in the uh, Triangle area as well. And David, uh, you and I were just playing old home week with different people we know with the Texas Rangers organization. Yeah, we would get stuck uh, talking sports and then uh, we'd forget what, what we're here for as well, just because you've been so long standing in this area and it's so good to see you again. Good to see you, Dave. And uh, you have um, a role now with a very important organization. And I know this is very personal to you. Yes, I lost my mom to ALS, which is a deadly disease, and no one survives. And I lost her in the early 90s when I was just into my TV sports anchor career. So um, I could never do anything over the years other than just volunteer through my years in sports. And, and now I'm, I'm, I'm almost to my fifth year here um, uh, running the organization, which is statewide here based in the Raleigh area. So it's good to do it as a, as a mission. I want to be here when there's a cure found. And ALS is a disease that is certainly linked to sports because for many, many years it was known simply as Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Tony? You and I have such a, a baseball love and, and, and background as well. Even more fitting here for us, we were first known as the Jim Catfish Hunter chapter, which many people, when they still refer to us, um, still call us the Jim Catfish Hunter chapter. Jim had uh, not only himself, but a couple of other members of his family there in eastern North Carolina pass away of ALS. Exactly. And, of course, our, our friend Francis Combs has been touched yes. by that so badly. Not only the fact that he was friends with Catfish and grew up with Catfish, but his son. Yep. Uh, they're just a tragic situation. And we just had an event last week out at uh, Drive Shack where we honored uh, Chris Combs and what he had gone through and honored the, the Combs family for what they've been through over the years. And hopefully we can uh, someday say that others don't have to go through this again. We certainly hope so. And I know your organization is doing everything you can to make that an eventuality. ALS United North Carolina. Now, that is a new name for your organization. Yeah, um, Tony, we were known as the ALS Association North Carolina chapter for a number of years. And uh, this past year, we were in the middle right now of completing a separation from the ALS Association, us along with 14 other large state uh, organizations like ourselves. We just decided when presented the new vision that the ALS Association had of centralization, um, I kind of I kind of revert back to what you all uh, are known for here. You've it, from our radio business days. You always wanted to stay local. Right. You wanted to be a local ownership. So when presented the opportunity, we just decided we wanted to remain an independent local service organization in the state of North Carolina, and so that's why we changed our name. United kind of fits exactly what we want to be. We want to be united in this state and continue to provide all the care that our patients need in this state. With this structure, Dave, that gives you more flexibility in meeting the local needs? Yeah, it does, because you know some of the resources would go to the national member organization, and, and thus we don't have to do that anymore. And so thus we can put it into some of our, our six multidisciplinary clinics throughout the state, uh, one of which is Duke, the Duke ALS Clinic here, uh, and, and UNC has an ALS clinic as well um, as, as four other locations across the state. So we can launch more support groups. We can uh, provide more loaner equipment program because, you know what, if you have ALS, you need a motorized wheelchair, and it is just so expensive uh, now. And, and we have a number of them that are free to someone who needs them located at our loan closets. Our loan closets are run by Stalls Medical out of Cary. Uh, they are one of the most wonderful partners that, that anyone could have in, in, a national, um, in the nation. 
And Dave, uh, the fact that uh, we hear about ALS, some people think, well, this is an exotic disease. It doesn't yep. affect many people, but that's not really the truth, is it? No, no. You probably know, and 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 we know. You know, we we uh, we do a lot with the NFL alumni Carolinas chapter because. Just like military veterans, there's a high percentage, uh, around two times as likely that an NFL player will will get ALS. We know it from Steve Gleason, uh, the former New Orleans Saint. And so those have provided some kind of high-profile situations. Another high-profile situation, Tony, was next year we're going to signify the 10-year anniversary of the Ice Bucket Challenge. How many people did what became a video uh, viral thing on social media and and dumping water over themselves it's going to be 10 years next year and that's that hard opened, to believe that seems like it? it was yesterday no it really does and and i'm sure a lot of people are going i did that and and we're glad you did because it provided many many dollars that got researchers going to help us find now three drugs since that ice bucket challenge so it's it's making some progress but we've got to double down you never have enough money when you're trying to when you're trying to find a cure for a disease and 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 we'll honor it again next year here in the state of North Carolina with a couple of events because the ice bucket challenge was really a game changing and and it's really helping the other diseases that many of you are are, are have a connection with like alzheimers and dementia the the researchers are able to talk to each other now about some of the findings that that we're having as to what could be the cause what what triggers that gene um, to cause ALS or some of the other diseases out there and I know you have coming up uh, after the first of the year a number of special events. We do. We have our our, our walk program will continue. It'll be walk ALS throughout uh, North Carolina, and right here it'll be walk ALS triangle again. We'll do that in April. Um, we we do three of them in the in the spring and three of them in the fall, and and so we go to Winston Salem and we go to Greenville, and we have a huge one here in the triangle as well. We hope everybody will do it, and we hope you think about us. A, a lot of people have been have been affected by us you can go to alsncdonate.org and and we appreciate any donations during these holiday times but uh you know it's really about a recognition and and it's still considered a rare disease even though everybody's heard about it and so many people have been affected by it well we appreciate you taking time to join us this morning this is such an important cause and uh we hope that we can do everything we can to help you dave just quickly before we go you did mention we are making progress you're use a football term you're not in the end zone but you're past the 50 now baby no because like a lot of things the goalposts seem to move yeah. um because it becomes more and more of a challenge we have more people who are diagnosed with als right now currently yeah. it's over 900 um per year here in the state of north carolina so and that's a it, lot more than a lot of people would think right so we've got to get closer to that end zone and to do that we've got to find that right combination of drugs first to make make it livable disease and then and then when there's where there's a cure Dave, thank you so much for joining us this morning.